Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he is. Good. God is good all the time. You have a one... You have a one. Yes, he does, always and forever. You have have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Hi, Susie. Hi, Yvonne. Good morning. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Great. Praise God, God. yes. Yes. Does anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Happy good, mo- good morning, Thursday. Diane. Happy Thursday to you, too. Thank you. You're so welcome. Have a blessed day. You, too. Thank you. Hi, good morning. This is Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you. I woke up this morning, so... Yeah. Excuse me. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. That was my sister, Marshall. This is Rochelle. Good morning. Uh, Happy Thursday. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Marshall. Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. I think that's Susie. This is Gloria. Good morning, everybody. Yes, it is, Susie. Good morning, Gloria. It's good to hear your voice, Susie. Well, thank you. It's good to hear yours as well. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? On this wonderful day that the Lord has let us see and be glad and be blessed as we always are. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good 
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Is anyone else joining the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Sharon from Hayward. Oh, good morning. Did you say Sharon? Yes, ma'am. Sharon from Hayward. Oh, good morning, Sharon from Hayward, the Good Bay Area. Thank you. You're welcome. Is anyone else during the call that would like to say good morning? Is anyone else during the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Beautiful Good morning. Day. Go ahead. Good morning. It's Pastor Winston, everybody. Praying your day. Oh, good morning, Pastor Winston. You have a wonderful day as well. Good morning. It's Barbara Lodi. God bless everyone this morning. Good morning, Barbara Lodi. I missed you on Sunday. Were you there? You weren't there, right? No, I was I wasn't there on Sunday, no. Yeah, I was looking for you. Oh um, <laughs> You're very yeah. sweet. Thank you. Go ahead. Can I um leave a uh, prayer request? My friend's mother had a heart attack. She's eighty five and we're concerned about her, her recovery, so if we can okay. lift Okay, mother can you lift. Can you give me your name again? Barbara. 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 I didn't know if it's Barbara or Barb. Yeah, Barb is fine. Barb is fine. And what is it? Go ahead and give it to me again. Okay, my friend's mother, she's elderly. Her name is Mother Ruth. She had a heart attack. Thank you so much. Okay, just a minute here. Mother Ruth, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Had a heart attack. Okay. And she is still, uh, she's still alive though, right? She's still alive. She's in ICU. Okay. Okay. We sure will. Thank you so much. You're You're so welcome, Bob. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Okay, well then, before we move... Oh, who's that? Good morning, Susie. It's Dondria. Good morning, family. Oh, good morning, Dondria. Okay, before we do move forward, we ask that you mute your line so we can proceed. And good morning again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. (coughs) Excuse me. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in November for the monthly theme entitled is Reset. 
Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Woman's Call, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. By Peter Sazero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me forward slash DeclareVictory or cash app dollar sign declare victory. And I'll repeat that. Declare victory dot org or paypal dot me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. We do have two prayer requests. There was one that was posted in the Victory Room by Adriana Omedo. Pray for her roommate who has COVID-19, for she has all of the symptoms, or I should say that they think that she has it, for she has all the symptoms. And Barb is asking that we pray, pray for her friend's mother, Mother Ruth, who had a heart attack and is in ICU. The order of the call is Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Diane And then the declaration will be brought by Pastor Winston Then we will go right into closing comments Hosted by the declarer, Pastor Winston The scripture for today is 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new one is here. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we do ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. Have a wonderful and blessed day. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world may be saved. God, we thank you for another beautiful day, Lord God, a beautiful day of your brand new mercy that we see every morning that you open our eyes. God, we thank you for bringing us to the dawning of a brand new day. We thank you for watching over us as we slumber and slept. Now, God, we give you praise and adoration for the God you are, for you are high and lifted up. Lord God, you are a wonderful God, a good, good Father. You are El Haggadah, 
the great God. So God, we magnify your name. We give you praise for you are holy and you call us to be a holy people. God, we just bless your name this morning, for there is none like you. You are the incomparable God. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways. God, you are the eternal God, the God who has no beginning or no ending. So, God, we worship you today in spirit and in truth. You said when the true worshiper comes, he will worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we thank you for resetting our lives today to giving us giving us a brand new beginning, a brand new day. God, we thank you for restoration. We thank you, Jesus, for your salvation. We thank you for your shed blood on Calvary's cross. Who else? can do that. No one but you, oh God. So God, we love you this morning. We praise you this morning, oh God. We give you honor this morning. For the Lord is my portion, says my soul. My hope is in you, oh God. My love is for you, oh God. Oh gracious God, we thank you this morning, Lord God, for waking us up to a brand new day, Lord God. God, we thank you this morning for your love. We thank you for your unconditional love, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I just praise you this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for all the prayer requests that have been spoken and those unspoken, Lord God. I lift up Micah virtue to you this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the doctor doesn't know what's making him lose weight. But God, you know everything. You see all things, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, I lift him up to you, oh God. Bring healing to his mind, body, and spirit. And Father, if he doesn't know you in the pardon of his his sins, oh God, God, I pray for his salvation. God, in the name of Jesus, that he come to know you, Lord God, that he turn from his sinful, wicked ways and turn toward you, that he may receive your salvation and have eternal life. God, I pray over Janice this morning. I pray over Mother Ruth, her heart condition, Lord God, and a young lady that may have COVID-19. For God, you are the greatest doctor that there ever will be. You are the greatest physician that ever lived and ever will be, Lord God. For God, you are the God who heals minds, souls, and bodies, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, we just praise you this morning. We give you honor. We give you glory. You are the immutable God. God, you never change. Lord God, we thank you this morning for your graciousness, for your infiniteness, Lord God. For God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are a jealous God. You said to have no other God before you, O God, not to bow down to anything other than you, O God. So God, I praise you this morning, Lord God, for you are El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. You are the self-existent one, the great I am, Lord God. And I just give you praise this morning, Lord God. We thank you and praise you this morning. And if the 
declare victory will help me praise the Lord. Lord, you deserve everything that comes out of our mouth that worship you, O oh God, that will worship you in spirit and in truth. So let us take our phones off of mute and give Glory, God praise. Hallelujah. God, we thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. You are the Never, ever, ever, thank you, Lord Thank you for changing the atmosphere. Hallelujah, Thank you, God, Thank you, Lord God, that you give us an opportunity to come in and think about the fact that you have been here for a day. Number one, you know that you are doing everything that you want to do. You said, thank you, Lord, that you are going to take care of your heart. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
there everywhere that I reside where I go. I thank you this morning. I have to go my heart out on the highways and the highways. Praying and Thank you, Daddy. Shouting the call, Lord, all the families are connected to our side. Lifting up for us a little. We don't die a lot, but it changes the path to be on the road. Other families and her family are closing the doors. Thank you, Lord, that you are blessing my children. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, your favor and your danger. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord
By your son, we can all put our phones back on mute and keep worshiping God. Let's put your phones on mute. So, God, I thank you this morning for the prayer. I thank you, Lord God, for letting us enter into your covenant this morning, enter in your secret place. So, God, we bless your name. We give you praise in Jesus' name. I now turn the call over to Pastor Wynn. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Um, again, we celebrate God for all that he has done in this call this morning. Uh, we celebrate him for the prayer uh, that has gone forth. It's good to press in, uh, and it's good to enter into his presence. Uh, and as I share with everybody, uh, so I share with you all, uh, you ought not wait <clears throat> to get to the synagogue to press into his presence. You ought not wait to get to the sanctuary. Uh, to decide that you're going to feel the presence of God wherever you are, uh, even in this atmosphere, even in this environment, especially now with the condition of our country. Uh, men ought to always pray. We ought to always pray. We ought to always be found praying uh, for Jesus. Uh, our Lord said that my house should be called a house of prayer. It won't be a house of shouting. It won't be a house of dancing. In the end, it won't be uh, even a house of fellowship, it will be a house of prayer. So we thank God for the privilege of prayer today. Again, our theme for the month is reset. Uh, and I truly believe that that's a timely thing. I believe that it is a thing that uh, we are carrying out. So let me say good morning to everybody. Let me say good morning to everybody. Uh, we have heard the prayer requests that have gone forth. We've taken note of those things and we're making sure that we'll continue to keep uh, those individuals in prayer. Uh, I want to make sure that our posture, even in prayer, is always that we're expecting God to do. I've seen men and women of God, particularly on social media, this week um, kind of speaking um, in a way that evokes anxiety and fear in the people of God. And y'all, we have to be careful. Uh, we've got to be extremely careful about what we put out there. Uh, we've got to be careful about what we say uh, to people. Uh, because at, in times like these, uh, people are watching. People are watching the people of faith. They're watching the sons and the daughters of God, and they are waiting to see how we're responding. And so I'm very, very intentional. Uh, if my frustration uh, will not allow me to post in the moment, I'll usually post something that's completely the opposite. I'll make sure that I keep a scripture before people uh, and then remind people uh, of the prophecy found in Isaiah for unto us. A child is born, and unto us a son is given, uh, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, right? Uh, and, and his name shall be called Wonderful uh, Counselor, uh, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, uh, the Prince of Peace. And so that's what I'm standing on. I want to remind you all the government is still on his shoulders. The government is still on his shoulders. A lot of times we want to put the church on his shoulders, but nobody wants to put the government on his shoulders. Uh, it is not in our hands. It is on his shoulders. Uh, and so that is important for us to remember. I want to go straight into the word today. I will not be before you long, uh, but I want to make sure that as we talk about this, uh, this theme reset, uh, first of all, of course, you can join this call uh, every day, uh, 6 a.m., every day, 6 a.m. Uh, we're on this call. And uh, our Declare Victory family is praying and going forth. Uh, there's something uh, called blessing and to your ministry. First Chronicles 12 
First Chronicles 12, uh, beginning at the 38th verse. First Chronicles 12, beginning at verse 38. Uh, and I'll read this translation for you. It's the English Standard Version. Uh, it says, all these men of war arrayed in battle order came to Hebron with a whole heart to make David king over Israel. Likewise, uh, all the rest of Israel were of a single mind, of a single mind. For somebody who's taking notes, they were of a single mind to, to make David king. 39 says, and they were there with David for three days, eating and drinking. For their brothers had made preparation for them. And also their relatives from as far as Issachar and Zebulon and Nephtali uh, came bringing food on donkeys and on camels and on mules and on oxen. Uh, there were abundant provisions of flour, uh, cakes of figs, clusters of raisins and wine and oil, uh, oxen and sheep. Uh, for there was joy in Israel. They brought all of these things together. They brought all that they had. Uh, but the scripture tells us that there was joy in Israel. I, I want to deal with this element today uh, as we talk about resetting. I want to talk about the art of preparation, the art of preparation. Let me say this. Uh, many of us are, are planning or, or are, are knowing that God has something great for us. Uh, we're knowing that he is doing something great in our lives. If we negate our personal responsibility in preparation for what God is going to do. Yes, we know God is going to do it. Yes, we know he's going to come through. Uh, but, but there is still some things that we must do, even in a reset, to make sure that we are prepared to receive what it is that comes on the other side of the reset. We know that victory is sweet, right? Uh, victory is probably one of the most rewarding things uh, that we can experience in this life. Um, however, however, on the flip side of that, uh, the process of preparation is not so attractive to the eye. So everybody wants victory. We sing songs about victory. I got the victory, all of this, but ain't nobody singing songs about preparation, right? Uh, because preparation is not the attractive part of the reset. Victory is the most attractive part, but, but many of us will not experience the victory we are supposed to experience until we go through the preparation that we are supposed to go through. Uh, now, of course, we, we could say this, but, 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 but the challenge of preparation uh, for many of us is that we often don't have a timeline. And so some of us, uh, what, what time we're going to do this, we like to know what day is going to happen. We like to know who's going to be there when we get there. We want to know all of these things. Uh, but in the process of preparation, you are robbed from knowing all of those details. There's not a cheat sheet, uh, uh, but the reality is that God has something in store for each one of us, right? Uh, yet we have to spend the required amount of time in preparation, all right? So I want to make sure we got that. We have to spend the required amount of time uh, in preparation. Uh, it, it, for those of you who cook, uh, when you're getting ready to cook some holidays uh, and you're getting ready to cook a lot for a lot of people, uh, you could, of course, uh, go 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 the procrastination route, do everything at one time. Or most people, 
uh, began to chop stuff days early. They began to chop and freeze. They began to store up. They began uh, to make preparations because uh, they don't want to feel the weight of what they are doing. They don't want to feel uh, uh, depressed or they don't want to feel the anxiety uh, of, 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 of not being prepared. Well, it's, many, it's like that for many of us. God could do uh, everything that he has said for us uh, in, one, in one setting. He could literally turn our life around. He could literally uh, give us something great. He could literally take us into a place of blessing. Uh, but instead, he oftentimes will give us doses, small doses of things, right, uh, so that we don't become overwhelmed in the end. Uh, he gives us pieces of the purpose uh, that makes a larger puzzle. Uh, so that we can learn how to be good stewards uh, over the process of preparation. Well, David is one uh, who, whose life we could follow to really see the art of preparation. Uh, his story, of course, we know spans over several books uh, and chapters. But here in First Chronicles, there's an interesting account that I kind of want to highlight. I need to tell you all this for those uh, who are on who are who are Bible scholars. First uh, Chronicles 11 and 12 actually seem to the natural eye, they seem to be written in reverse order, all right? They seem to be written in reverse order. Uh, several things happen, uh, but if this were a, a uh, sequence of sorts, a, an alphabetical sequence, it would read like A, B, C, D, D, C, B, A. Uh, the chronicler is walking us up, all to walk us back, right? Uh, uh, First Chronicles 11 opens up with the coronation of David as king. Uh, but as we move to the end of the chapter and transition over into chapter 12, we see where now we are dialing back in his story. Uh, why is that? Why, why would the chronicler write those things uh, uh, in the reverse? I would suggest to you all that, that it's written in reverse uh, because preparation matters just as much as victory, all right? Preparation matters. So we see where David is, 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 is going through his coronation, uh, but, but what good is a crown? What good is victory lest we know the process? What good is victory lest we know uh, the preparation that takes place? Uh, so, so, so that's kind of where we are today. It's moving us forward all to take us back. Uh, but the purpose of the sequence, right, is to highlight the art of preparation. Uh, because in preparation is where you gain appreciation for what God is going to do. Uh, I'll say this to you. When I was growing up, my mother used to always tell me, she said, Winton, uh, you know, when, it was, when it's my money, you're eager to spend it. But when it's your money, you're slow to spend it. And, and, and that thing really, really uh, because when you, when something costs you something, when it takes your time, uh, when it takes your sweat equity, when it takes blood and tears, uh, you tend to value it more than you would. So yes, God is trying to reset us, but what if I shared with you today and what if I told you uh, the reason why uh, you've been in preparation so long is so that you can really gain appreciation when God is actually able to press that reset button in your life. All right, so, 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 
for what God is going to do. Uh, uh, if we don't have preparation, then we end up like entitled children who've never worked but have had everything handed to them, right? So, so, so the Lord is preparing you for something that is much bigger than you. Uh, for those who are writing that, I want to make sure you, you, you get that. The Lord is preparing me uh, for something that is much bigger than me. But he's teaching us the art of preparation. He's teaching how to appreciate. Uh, in the chronicling of David's journey of preparation, uh, we, we see that David actually experienced a couple of things. And I, I want to highlight these because these are things that we will experience in preparation. We will experience. The first thing that we see is that David felt trapped for a season. He felt trapped for a season. I got to tell you this uh, before God releases you to greater, He's going to confine you where you are. <laughs> uh, before God releases you to that next thing, He's going to make you content with the now thing. Uh, but this confinement is not imprisonment of sorts. Uh, it, it's God making you stay in a designated area while he works out some things in another area for you. I'll say it again, uh, because sometimes we, we, when, when we say we feel trapped, notice I didn't say you are trapped, I said you'll feel trapped for a season uh, because it seems like you are trying all you can. Uh, uh, you are doing things right. You are loving people how you're supposed to. Everything uh, you, you, in your book is done the right way, but it still seems like you can't get as far as you want to go. Uh, where do you see this in the text? Uh, I'm glad that you asked. The Bible says here in the text uh, that, that Saul is now ending the, nearing the end of his life, and David is aware of the assignment on his life. But the text tells us that David, knowing all he knows, still could not move about freely in Ziklag because of Saul, okay? Uh, in other words, he could only go so far. He was now chafing uh, at the loss of his freedom. Uh, I, I want to share this with you today. Uh, uh, somebody who's in the process of preparation and expecting not to feel the pressure. The pressure you feel, okay, uh, produces the product that you will one day enjoy. The pressure you feel now uh, produces the product that you will one day enjoy, which means that for a moment, it's going to feel like you're forfeiting your freedom. You are forfeiting your freedom. But if we tell the truth today and if we be honest, David isn't the only one uh, who's battling with feeling trapped. Some of us are in the middle of a major crossroad. Some of us uh, have insight to the promises of God concerning us. Uh, yet it seems as though uh, you can't go only so far at this junction. Uh, 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 some of us know what God has said, uh, but, but, but we're asking him how long will we be in preparation? Ziklag is the place where David cannot go far because Saul's official reign in his life has not ended. David knows what God says, but he thinks he cannot go far until Saul dies. Here's my question for y'all, Declare Victory family. Uh, what's holding you up from moving forward? Uh, what are you waiting on to die so you can live? Uh, uh, David is really, really about to find out uh, that the feeling of being trapped has less to do with Saul's existence, but it has more to do with the fact that God is showing David some things he needs to see in preparation. So for those who feel trapped for a 
system. Those who feel stuck, you plan to move. Now you were supposed to move by the United States. You're supposed to go somewhere else. We're supposed to uh, do something else. You're supposed to leave this place and go to another. Uh, I need you to understand that it is absolutely normal when you are in preparation to feel like you are confined, to feel like you are trapped. It's only because God is working in another area to make sure that it is prepared for you. So so we see that that feeling. David feels trapped for a season. He's in Ziklag, but he cannot go far. Uh, but then listen to what happens in preparation. Uh, you're going to feel trapped for a season, but then you have to learn how to finally trust the help God sends. All right, this is one of my favorites. It's going to bless one of y'all. Uh, 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 finally trusting the help God sends. Pay attention uh, when God sends you company or help in preparation mode. I'll say it again. Pay attention when God sends you company or help uh, in preparation mode. Uh, I have to be honest. I got to be honest with y'all and say uh, that for many of us, our trust issues uh, are going to be the thing that keeps us from getting the help that we really need, all right? Uh, our, our trust issues, our personal trust issues. Uh, Y'all have heard me say this before, but I'll say it again uh, for the sake of the call. Uh, timing really is everything. From chapter 11 uh, right into chapter 12, there's a moment where the chronicler highlights all of the mighty men who came to assist David when he was in a place where he felt like he could not move about freely. He felt trapped. Y'all listen, he felt trapped, but he had help. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Say it again. He felt trapped, but he had help. Uh, now I, I got to speak to David's current condition uh, at this point in the text. David is is, is at what uh, the scripture identifies as a stronghold. So superficially, uh, this has a, a a like a Robin Hood uh, type look or glamour, uh, but the reality was far different. From that. David is psychologically low. He's forced to flee from uh, court. He's hounded by a psychotic Saul. Uh, he didn't know who to trust, and he didn't know which one of his new friends was going to end up being a traitor, uh, uh, waiting to hand him over to Saul. Uh, he's in a crisis of confidence, right? So he greets his help with suspicion, all right? Because once you've been betrayed before, uh, you began to side-eye everybody. Uh, once you've been let down before, once you've been stabbed in the back, now everybody has a question mark over their head. Uh, so David, going through all that he has gone through, he asks a question in the text, specifically to those who are from the royal tribe of Benjamin. He says, friend or foe? He asks, are you for me or are you against me? And then he reinforces the question with an appeal to God. He says, may the God of our fathers look and bring judgment upon you if you are not for me. Uh, uh, we see some things that really uh, help uh, as David is learning how to finally trust the help that God sends because he's in preparation. The first thing we understand is that God's help knows where you are. Nowhere in this text did y'all see where David called for help. Nowhere. But, but the Bible says that help ended up showing up which means that when God gets ready to send you something, uh, you will not have to go looking for it, okay? Uh, you won't have to go looking for what God will send. 
Uh, David would have done himself, and some of us, truth be told, uh, we did ourselves a disservice because we went out going to look for something. We are going to find and seek when God was trying to sin. And so now David is feeling trapped. Y'all pay attention to what happened. He feels trapped, but his help finds him, even without him opening his mouth and asking for it. When it's God's help, it'll find you right where you are. When it's God's help, you won't have to go out looking for it. But then also check this out. God's help knew what David was not. All right. Which means that God's help, I I know y'all wanted me to say God's help knows what you are. But, but, but God's help knows what you aren't. Pay attention in the text. When the men show up to assist David, every tribe showed up with a different skill set. Every tribe showed up with a different area of expertise. And every area that help showed up in was an area that David was not already skilled in. What are you trying to say, Pastor Winton? I'm trying to say that when God sends you help, it will be to balance you. God won't send you a clone. God is not going to send you somebody that's just like you. He's going to send you somebody, especially when you're in preparation, he's going to send you somebody with a specific skill set that is going to leverage what you already have. He's going to send you help that is going to bring balance to your life. God's help comes with the purpose of leveraging the areas that may not be your expertise. In other words, God doesn't send idle help. He sends you help that is willing to get into the trenches. It wasn't until David trusted uh, those who God sent that he began to receive the help he needed to go into battle. Should you be further along uh, in preparation by now? Have you overlooked the help God sent because it didn't show up uh, the way you wanted it to or it didn't look the way you wanted it to? We've got to be able to finally trust the help that God sends. But lastly, you got to understand in preparation that everybody on your team has to fully understand the goal. If you don't know the goal, you'll never reach the goal. So, so, so this is a season where everybody that shows in preparation, while you're in preparation in your process, uh, they got to know what we're working towards. One of the most dangerous things you can do uh, uh, is bring people into battle without a common goal. So, so the men uh, uh, had all different identities from the tribes. Uh, each tribe brought their own thing, specializing uh, in a particular area. And the text tells us that when they showed up to Hebron, they showed up in order. All right. No rehearsal, no meeting, no voting. They just show up, and when they got there, they were in order. All right. In, in preparation, you got to know that while things look crazy, they're still in order. They're still in order. Even while things are looking wild and they're looking like they're scattered all over the place, uh, things are still, they're still in order to everything. To everything, there is an order. And because they showed up with purpose, they showed up in battle order, and they showed up with the whole heart to make David king over Israel. Let me tell you this, when God has you in preparation and he sends you help, uh, he's always going to make sure that, they, that we all have one goal. The goal here was for David to officially become who God called him to be. Uh, so, so that means that now uh, the beauty of the art of preparation uh, is that you may experience a prolonged process, but in the end, with or without your assistance, uh, all of this stuff is going to come to pass. Now, check this out. The blessing of the text is not only uh, that did the mighty men show up uh, uh, working towards the common goal, but the text shows us that Israel, the rest of Israel, had the single mind 
to make David king. I want to say this. I want to say this. Uh, they, 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 they celebrated in advance, right, bringing the, the, the goods, and that's kind of the scripture you heard me uh, reference. They, they brought the goods and the food from everywhere. They were eating and drinking with David, and the Bible says there was joy in Israel, though he had not been made king yet. All right. So, so why are we celebrating? What's the point when David is not why? Why are we having this party? Why is everybody bringing their good stuff around uh, when David has not been you uh, because they understood that that the, the the celebrating point was not David becoming king. The celebration point was that 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 preparation is worth celebrating. They were all in a process of preparation, though they were helping David become who he was called to be. In turn, God was making Israel one. Can I tell you something? Uh, some of us have waited to throw the party. Some of us have waited to, to send out the invitation. Some of us have waited to blow up the balloons uh, because you're saying that you're not going to celebrate until it's actually done. You're not going to celebrate until uh, God does it. You're not going to celebrate uh, until the reset button is actually pressed. But what if I told you, what if I told you that, that the real celebration is the fact that you were able to survive a process of preparation? I prayed in that that this word encourages you, that you will understand that the art of preparation is going to require you to feel trapped for a season, not, not, not in prison, but trapped for a moment while God is working some things out. It's designed to make you uh, 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 finally trust the help that God sends. But then you got to fully understand the goal. Why are you in preparation? What is it really that God is pressing reset for? What are you really, really working towards? And everybody who's connected to you in this season has to know that there is a goal. There is a con there has to be. The reason they are around is to help you work towards the goal. I pray that this word was a blessing to you. I pray that you will learn to value the art of preparation, uh, not just looking for God to do a new thing, but celebrating even while you are preparing for what is to come. Blow up the balloons, send out the invitations, bring your finest of everything uh, because preparation is worth celebrating. Listen, at this time, of course, we can come off of mute. And for those who have not been able to say good morning, uh, we want to offer you that opportunity to just say good morning. Good morning. Anybody good morning. that we did not greet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning, Pastor Winton. It's Dondria. Awesome declaration. Thank you. Thank you. I celebrate as I prepare. Good morning, Dondria. Good to hear from you. Good morning. It's Gwen Didi. Thank you for the declaration. Good morning. You are welcome. Good morning. Good morning, it's Kashonda. Awesome declaration. Oh, don't let me sigh uh, the help that's coming to help me. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I'm so excited. It's such an exciting time. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Um, great declaration. Good morning. Thank you so much. Hey, Pastor Winston. It's Dee Dee. Awesome work, man of God. Love you. 
Hey, Didi, good morning. Love you, too. Good morning, Pastor Winston. It's Natasha. Um, thank you. Just thank you for that word, those words of encouragement. Wonderful declaration. Appreciate you. Good morning, Natasha. Thank you. Good morning, Pastor Winston. It's Rochelle. God bless you. Great declaration, preparation, and trust to help. That awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Rochelle. Thank you. Hi, Pastor Winston. This is Mona. Great declaration. Also, God bless you, sir. Good morning, Mona. Thank you, and God bless you. Yo, Good morning. yo, yo. Is this Go ahead. Good morning, Pastor. Always great to hear your sound. Good morning, morning, sir. Good morning, Sister Ruth. Hey, I'm still stuck on your message this past summer. Let me tell you something. I I have signed up and I am retiring February 26th. That message this past summer, I can't remember at all. Um but it helped me make that decision. As my kids say, I'm done, son. 28 years, I'm finally retiring from the state of California and I can run my food truck full time. Thank you, Pastor Winston. Check your cash out. Thank you. God, congratulations. Praise God. All righty, let's move into our conversation piece. If there be nobody else, I love life and victory. Let's talk. Let's talk this morning. Uh, you all let me know uh, some points that stood out, some things that may have uh, jogged your. your... This is Good morning, Pastor. This morning. I appreciate uh, what you said about just being conscious of the help that God could be sending you. And I know my flesh could be caught up in how they look or, you know, how they're dressed. So I really appreciate that because I'm going to make sure that I'm conscious of, of, of my fleshly feelings. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. That is, uh, that, that, that's, that's one of those pieces that, you know, um, can, can be uh, to the eye. But then also, like you said, you know, really – uh, once you're in, once you're already open, or once you're vulnerable, or once you are sensitive, or once uh, something has happened, uh, you begin to kind of it's a natural response to to respond and to automatically shut out. Uh, but but in this sense, um, it, we knew it was God's help because somebody may be asking the question, "Well, Pastor Winston, how do we know that it's God's help?" You'll know it's God's help when they find you and you didn't ask. You know what I mean? Uh, David did not open his mouth and ask uh, and and help knew where to find him, where he was. And when they showed up, they didn't show up to watch television and play around. They showed up with a skill set that that could be utilized at the season of his life where he was. All right. I'm sorry. Let me hear from y'all. Wow. That's so, so, so good. And, uh, And they see things in you that you don't see in yourself. That's a good word. 
Exactly. Winston. That's exactly right. Yes. I, what I appreciate is when the God sends the help um, for to know what you aren't. And that's amazing because in the process of preparation, you think you got things laid out and lined up and you got everything, all your ducks in a row, and you miss something. And God has always filled in filled in the blanks because he's a God of H-O-W-L-E. So I appreciate just reminding us that a lot of times when we put things together, um, you know, we don't, some things we miss, even though we can be the sharpest one of putting something together, but God is the sharpest. So I appreciate just reminding us to, you know, be open and to the help. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was good. Anyone else? Hi, this is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, um, Pastor Winton. That was a great, great message and reminder. Um, I'm going to say something, and I don't. I hope I don't embarrass you, but you um, embarrass the person that I'm going to say. But um, God put it on my heart. You know, when you were talking about the helping and people, someone can come to help you, and God sends that person at a certain time. And um, my my friend Krishanda, who's on this call, um, she she was that for me. Like um, this was probably a year ago, and it was I was dealing with something where it was like a pride thing of not hard, having a hard time asking for help. It was it's really silly looking back at it, but at the time it was something that God was really working on me with with accepting help, and um, she was just so um, such a blessing. So I just want to say thank you so much, Krishanda, for that because he keeps kept giving me, um, God kept giving me you when Pastor Winton was speaking. Um, so thank you so much for your word and um, have a blessed day, everyone. Hey, Pastor Tam, thanks so much for that. Um, and, and I always like hearing that uh, because it validates and even solidifies what we know uh, to be true is that when people do show up, timing is there. Pay attention to when people show up, how they show up. Uh, what they show up with, uh, what they're connected to when they show All of that stuff matters uh, because it can be traced back to something, uh, and it becomes easy to identify if it's God-sent help or, 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 or help that we went out to go and personally look for. So I think that is an awesome thing. Thank you, Pastor Tam, for that. Anyone else? Did anybody pull out of the being trapped for a season or feeling trapped for a season, feeling trapped? Have we dealt with that hey, before? Pastor Winton. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to, I'm in the kitchen. You know, I'm at my little good purpose, my little preschool, preparing a blessed meal for these babies on today. But um, you said so, so much. And I thank you for the help because a lot of times we don't necessarily look like like me, I'll just use me because I'm about to be 53 next Tuesday and my give a care, I don't have one. Like my filter to really care about how I come across and not to be offensive to anyone, but for all these years, I, I tried to show up like, you know, real not real church because that's not me, because I never fit in. You know what I mean? I've had people say, even now being, you know, vocal on Declare Victory and I'm just grateful for the church that I I have been at since 96, they taught not, not to teach me, but to help me grow in my boldness that this is who I am. So if, if you see me with my last name being, my mate name being Gerganius, they're not expecting me to, I don't know what they expect me to be, Demetriana Gerganius, you're going to get what you get. But I've lived under this 
um, illusion, I think, that people, like, she saved. I have to crack up sometimes because I'm like, what does that mean? I mean, she don't look saved. How do you look saved? That's a whole other declaration. But just to not um, discard somebody, help, because you are probably blocking your blessing because they may, they may not sound like you think they should or speak, you know, King James, whatever it is. But you are probably um, discarding who God really sent you to. And I've had, again, so many people that that I hear, Diddy Felder, she this, she that. You mean she know the Lord? And it used to hurt my feelings, but it doesn't anymore because I know those that I am assigned to, that's who I'm going to reach. So I really thank you for your word this morning, that reset, this whole, it's very timely, timely because if we're not right, you know, if our heart posture is off, it doesn't even matter. I hope that makes sense. So thank you, man of God. I love you so much for just how you share, you and your amazing wife. Thank God, Didi. Thank you. Um, you know, it, it, it's refreshing to hear the application um, of of this that we're talking about. That's why we do this, and that's why you know that's that is that's why we're saved, right? So that we can apply these principles, these biblical principles, these Christ-like principles to our lives, so that we can actually become better people. I tell people all the time, "What good is quoting scripture if you if you don't become better?" Right? What good is learning these things if we don't see it show up in your money and in your in your mind and, and, and how you function and how you love and how you treat people? So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Anyone else? Yes, Pastor, you was um when you were saying as far as feeling trapped, um this is funny to um yes, because in that transitional um period or I know Right now, like I'm, I'm a, it's just stuck, or not really stuck, but just not. Right now, I'm kind of in prayer and fasting to know the next move, um, whether to um, transition to Texas right now, or stay and go come to California. I'm in it. Well, I'm in Illinois, but I'm actually right now in California, but um, living in Illinois, it's just a lot going on, I'll just say that. <laughs> and um, recently married, but was going to transition to Texas. But, um, you know, like right now, like I said, that I know that God, whatever God is, you know, has for me, I know that in the end, um, you know, it's going to be great. But right now, it's just like, okay, what do I do? Do I just work in California right now and then transition, you know, so I'm, I am feeling like that transitional point or that stuck period of where I know what God has for me. But right now I'm just kind of in that moment where I don't know exactly, you know, what move to make. So I'm just, you know, in prayer about that. So, um, not like just David. I know, you know, as far as um, Saul, he knew that he was going to be king and Saul was after him, you know, but um, not that I'm in a cave, but I just do kind of feel like I don't know the next move. That's good. And and, and it speaks to something that you said. Uh, sometimes when you feel like that, we begin to think something is wrong. And it's really not that something is wrong. It's that something is right. Uh, it, it is that God will not allow us for those. If a couple of us can, if we could, if we could take five minutes 
uh, we could really talk about how we made some moves prematurely and the damage, the collateral damage that we endured because we made a move too soon. So I celebrate you even for waiting. I celebrate you for even while you are asking some questions and even while you're in this place, um, I celebrate you for not prematurely uh, making a move. David could have left if he really, really wanted to. Uh, he wasn't truly, truly trapped, though he felt trapped. He couldn't go as far as he desired. He couldn't move about freely. And so in this season, you may not be able to move about freely, uh, but but certainly uh, it is not imprisonment. It is God really trying to make sure that wherever that next is, uh, that it's fully, fully prepared for you uh, so that that next place can be can be a good place. Amen. I receive that. Pastor Winston, this is Rochelle again. I, what I, I uh, don't like to address the trap part because been there, don't like that feeling, don't want to go back. Um, but I know in the process of the time that I was still um, that um, I had to learn to trust God. I had to, I felt like, you know, when you're in the science lab and they put you in the glass container or, you know, when we're little, we try to catch the bugs and we put the glass on top and we have nowhere to go. Um, that's what I felt like those two years that I just had to sit and wait on God. So yeah, I, being real transparent, I don't like that feeling of being trapped, but I know God's purpose um, is, it is what it is. Absolutely, Michelle. Absolutely. And that was a great analogy, the, the, the lid on top, you know. Um, there's still a little movement. The bug could still move around, but it just didn't have the true freedom uh, that it was used to. Anyone else? All righty. Well, listen, uh, celebrate God. Yes. May I have your scripture again? Second Chronicles what? It was First Chronicles 12, oh, the 38th verse, but really you can read the whole okay. chapter, to be honest with you. Well, thank you, baby. Have a blessing. No problem. You too. Well, thank you all for having me today. I pray uh, that this Declaration was a blessing to your lives. I pray uh, that we will begin to think about it, even as we reset, uh, that we know that even in resetting, that we're in a process of preparation. Many of us are being prepared. Uh, even if you feel settled, a lot of times we think that the feeling of being settled means that we are not in preparation mode. Uh, but, but settling does not mean that you've arrived. Uh, settling means uh, that you could be having a break just for a moment. Uh, but God is still continuing as he continues to make us who we are called to be. He is always going to have us in preparation. So I pray that you'll be able to look back over your notes and grab some stuff out. Some stuff will be etched in your heart uh, that you can literally take it on with you. Uh, let us pray, and uh, and then I will release you all for your day. I pray that you have an amazing, an amazing Thursday, uh, and that something would happen today that would confirm uh, your purpose. God, we thank you today. We thank you for each and every person that is on this line. God, I thank you even now 
uh, for clarity through your word, God. We pray uh, that, that above all else you said that we should need understanding, that we should get an understanding. So I pray uh, that you have given us that today through your word, God. I pray now uh, for each and every person that is on the line, whatever they need in their personal lives, God, the things that they have voiced and the things that they have yet to say. God, I pray now that you would meet every need that you would dry every tear you said that those who sowed in tears would reap in joy so we declare today that we're not down we're not under we're not depressed uh but in fact we are reaping a harvest god we are reaping a harvest of your joy restore unto us the joy of our salvation and withhold no good thing from us because we walk upright in you uh, as we go through our day god cover us and keep us as our nation is going through god we pray now that you god would be the god that you said that you would be we pray now god that it be on your shoulders god and that we take it out of our hands we thank you now in jesus name we pray amen and thank god you all have an amazing day and i'll see you again soon you too god bless. love you guys amen have thank you have a blessed day. The glory of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Love y'all.